Talking Heads. What the hell is an NFT? Hosted by Ben and Phil starts now. What's up, man? How are you? I'm good, man. How you doing? Uh, apparently, I'm just really in the mood to sing on, on live stream. No, I'm good. Uh, You're on one today. You're on one today, man. <laughs> most days, I think. No, it's been good, man. The space is, is uh, we were talking off air. It's trending back up, it seems. And then again, like Ben and I are, are if you listened to us ever before, and again, welcome to Talking Heads. Uh, we are not the people that cry or worry before moves. We are the actual, we're actually the opposite. Ben and I are maybe the most like, I, I we still talk about it. We're like, I think we're two of the more stable people where it's like, hey, you know what? We like what we like. We're going to hang with it. And uh, and to be honest with you, the floor talk's boring. Like, let's mm. talk about what we can do in the space. Let's talk about what things are coming. Let's not just say, oh, my God, what's the floor? Where's my Lambo? Every, you know, five minutes. So <laughs> I have a hard time in some general uh, discourse just because of that. I don't I don't need that talk. I love the I love the uh, deadheads uh, general. I'm not in there nearly as much as I should be. But um, yes, I love the shirt, by the way. <laughs> uh, it's always like to me, it's always good talk. Like there's collaboration yeah. happening. There's mm -hmm. questions being answered and asked. So those are the type of places I want to be. Um, and again, it's like, oh my God, the sky's falling literally like six days ago. And now like today, it's like, like almost everything is like creeping. I'm not saying it's just rocket shit, but like take a breath, like maybe step away from your computer or your phone for, I don't know, five minutes, mm. maybe get some fresh air, maybe a glass of water <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you'll be all right. You know, like we just kind of yeah. hang with it. So what's on uh, the horizon for you? What are you, what are some things that you've you know experienced? I guess we talked on Sunday, but I mean, that feels like at least three weeks ago. I know it does. Well, that's the thing, right? In this space, everything goes faster than in normal life. Uh, and we did see a bit of a dip in like, especially some of the big projects that are usually going for lots and lots of money yep. fell a bit for a couple of weeks. So this is things like board apes and uh, pixel vault, you know, punks, comics and art blocks and different things like that. Um, and now things seem to be coming back up. And I, I tweeted something this morning. I think I said, you know, this last two weeks is the longest five years ever. Yeah, <laughs> that's so it does. True. It seems like so long, but everything happens faster in the space. And that includes the uh, fluctuations in the market, the dips and the and the jumps. And then, you know, the new projects that come out um, during those times, it, it can it can make a major impact on the short term outcome of those projects, potentially the long term as well. You just never know. Um, for sure. Like, for example, I don't know if you watched the what happened with the project yours. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? URS? Yes, Here's, sir. That was a crazy one. And I don't think I've ever seen quite as much energy or excitement around a mint. Um, now, I wasn't actually there for the Deadheads mint. I was going to say, I was, I, you know, I, I was, was going <laughs> to just prod you just in yeah. the slightest, but I didn't. Well, I mean, I bought everything after secondary. Yeah, I know. So you I got everything now. So. Bananas with it, but most of it before the reveal. So it was still, right. still that excitement factor. But uh, yeah, these guys, and they did, you know, the project yours, they did 3D art as well. And um, pretty unique way that they did it to try to try to get around the gas wars. I know we talked about it a little bit on Sunday. Um, but to uh, to do that raffle instead of just send the gas price up and you can ch jump in line kind of thing. So I just like that people are trying new and different ways of, of doing stuff um, in terms of making it fair if you can. For sure. I mean, I think, uh, I think teams have to continue to adjust, make audibles on the fly, find different ways and creative ways. And they did. Um, we did, you know, there's no, I don't think there's a perfect solution at this moment. Um, because even with that, I liked that idea, by the way, I thought that was one of the more yeah. creative ways to do it. But even still, a whale could hypothetically yeah. say, here's my 80. And they did. Somebody at the yeah. last minute dropped in 100 ETH into the raffle, and they got a bunch. <laughs> yeah. And so that, again, you're not going to, there's do? no way you can completely solve it. It just, not at this point, at least. I'm sure there'll be super creative ways, uh, innovative ways as we move forward. But still an exciting time in the NFT space. A couple things that I obviously am hyper aware of. Yeah, the board Ape floor dipped, but like I've talked before, I'm really not interested in selling either one of mine. Um, but the Christie's auction is in two days. And so that was kind of fun where if you look on Twitter and you follow any apes at all, 
a lot of them are switching to people who are doing mods of their ape where they have a suit coat because we're going to Christie's auction house. So that's right, kind right. of a it's fancy little fun way to, you know, build some community. We're always talking about the community is super important. Yeah. Cliche as it may be. That's really what drives the energy in these spaces. And so that's kind of fun. That's a lot of fun. They also did their treasure hunt. Uh, the treasure hunt has always been, it was actually the last thing to do to complete on roadmap one that included to the winners, 10 Ethereum. Yes, you heard that right. 10 Ethereum, one board ape. Yes, you heard that right as well, which is going for like 35 ETH or more. Uh, Kennel Club Dog, uh, an uh, M2 Serum, which is another 10 plus ETH, and a mystery item. And so what happened was, and it was interesting, there was a thread on it, was there were some puzzle solvers, professional ones, uh, four of them, and I assume they're friends. They all bought an ape specifically to solve the puzzle and guess what they did within 24 hours they saw this crazy freaking puzzle they posted a thread about it i read a lot i was kind of skimming it because i was at work you know of course i was still looking at nfts at work and uh <laughs> but there was so much information that it was uh i was like dude i'm not mad that these professional puzzle solvers did. i would have had no chance in hell you could have yeah. gave me the rest of my lifetime and i would have been on like step four and there was step like That's 70. That's how I felt about the cypher squares. I was like, oh, yeah. I know you could win like 50 ETH or something yeah. if you happen to get the right one. Yeah. But also there was clues in them and stuff. And I was like, I'm not even going to try on the clues. I just hope that I got the one. Yeah, I'm just going to hold what I have and like one. let's cross my fingers and toes. So it's yeah, just either way. They're just cool. They look cool looking anyways. But and it I brings excitement like those type of things. Those type mm -hmm. of events bring excitement, even if you don't win. Ideally, the community works in teams, collaborates together, talks. You know, like those are big things that maybe you don't think about that uh, mm -hmm. end up happening when you do these type of events. Yeah, and we yep, can speak yep. of an event that's happening on Friday with the Deadheads. Yeah, so that's going to bring a lot of energy. Of course, I think so. It's already leading up to it. Uh, seeing a lot of movement, a lot of excitement uh, with episode two coming out on Friday. And I know when episode one came out, it was like this is going to be the thing. Once the episode comes out, it's going to put it on the map, this and that. And I personally thought, mm, I think it's a slower build than that. Yeah, one episode does not a, a series make, you know. Um, I'm excited for this one. I don't know if it's going to, you know, have that same huge effect or not either. But I do know there's some stuff in it that's pretty exciting, uh, both just for the overall NFT community and for Deadhead holders in, in particular. There's like a couple of Easter eggs in there that are supposed to be pretty exciting. Right. Um, but yeah, so that's that's going to be cool. And uh, interesting, they're dropping it in like kind of middle of the day. I was just going to so, ask you what time it was. Yeah, it's 11 a.m. Pacific. So uh, yeah, kind of midday, you know. I don't love that, but that's okay. I'm at work. Uh, I can just tell the children to do something else and I'll watch the episode. No, I think <laughs> so that's you said 11 Pacific. So actually that is not I won't be able to watch it off the rip because I'm finishing up a class. But yeah, and we can't do this like. Uh, I'm a little sad because we were going to do a little callback show on the on the episode, but that's OK. We can always do a recap later well, we on. Can, yeah, we could do it later that, that night or whatever, for sure. Yes. Friday is a little bit tough for me because, you know, uh, I, we've talked off air. I might my, my like, favorite saying I should probably have at least three T-shirts with this on it is I'd rather be busy than bored. And I know Ben, too, and he <laughs> definitely lives by that Yeah, because, you know, I didn't have enough going on with NFTs and me being like so engaged and like loving the space being a teacher keeping that real life job i coach high school basketball and baseball and he, and i said you know what you know they don't have a drum line instructor i used to play drums many moons ago i know the kids sure why not i'll give away my friday nights for about two and a half months sure 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 so it's been a good time um but either way i'm excited for the episode and it's not because i think Episode two drops and all of a sudden, here we are riding the rocket ship that uh, that uh, that you saw on the, the first episode. Like we're not riding to the freaking moon. OK, but I think we're going to see um, as Ben has talked about and some of the team, you're going to see this turnaround go a little bit faster. They're getting in a groove and those things will help drive energy, even if it's just within the community. It's going to become it's going to, I think, make stronger holders, too. And I feel like the community's pretty mm -hmm. damn diamond hands already. Yeah. And the manga drop is going to be pretty cool, too. So that's yes. Yes. Every, Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So essentially, you know, like like pretty much everything in the project, there was a community member who had a team. Um, all the people you need in a team to make a comic. Um, so typically there's, you know, a writer, of course, and there's the penciler. There's the uh, the one who does the ink and the colors and all that. It's actually usually like four people involved in any comic book, typically. So 
one of our community members, I believe is from China, um, had a team of people and stepped up to uh, do it. And it was sort of announced as like the secret derivative project. And just like people can for the episodes, for this, they, there was a casting call. They said, we need a whole bunch of skeletons. We need one of these. We need one of that. And people submitted. And they were they didn't even know what they were submitting for. And so just a couple of days ago, it was announced, well, it was a manga, a comic. And uh, it's dropping on Friday for free. It's on Polygon. It's a, you know, Then we can do a free drop. There's no gas for anybody. Um, not, not meant to be something to pump anyone's bags. It's just supposed to be fun and enjoyable, something you can read and all I'm saying maybe is maybe people will start trading it, whatever, you know, but I think for the most part, it's just a reward. I just really <clears throat> wanted one of mine in there and I don't think it made the cut. So that's Dude, I didn't even get around to submitting. I never do. I've n I haven't submitted a one casting call yet because I'm always just too busy. <laughs> yeah, you know, I did for episode two, but mm -hmm. I'm fairly certain if I remember right, which this is just unfair. I'm kidding, by the way. Uh the zombie, because I have a pretty actually kind of a bomb ass zombie it's kind of yeah. dope and i was like oh this actually kind of looks like him if he was a zombie right and i think squirt got his and i was like god damn it yeah <laughs> son of a bitch squirt i love you i see he you in the chat. He i was like oh man i got no chance and then i think i i'm pretty sure i submitted a couple uh skeletons or something i'm not sure but it is yeah. what it is i'll continue to do that i uh, i'm not going anywhere I haven't sold any I haven't thought about it and so um excited about that for sure excited about the space as a whole we are going to touch just briefly because it is big, huge breaking. Well, not breaking now, I guess, but big news in the space is um, OpenSea and Nate um, doing some what looks like insider trading and making money, flipping things before they would go on the front page of OpenSea. And he didn't even profit that much. It really wasn't a ton. But even still, it's just a, not a great look for OpenSea being the number one marketplace for NFTs. Um, I didn't see if there was any... I've been too caught up in other stuff. I didn't really see if there was any uh, announcement from them. I don't think there was yet, but maybe, maybe there was. Um, so, what are your thoughts, kind of, on that, just briefly? Because again, we don't, we're not going to harp on this. We actually talked beforehand. I was more concerned about the artists that had their work bought because I didn't want them to get like the wrath from potential buyers, thinking, "Oh, they knew about this and they made a bunch of money off of that." So, I'm, I'm hoping that um, that doesn't affect them directly. Yeah, I, I've been watching that a little bit too. Um... I, I got to be honest, I'm not sure what to think, right? I try not to jump to conclusions. Um, it does seem pretty sketchy. And I think they even released a statement okay. saying, saying something. So if that's if they release a statement, then like that's kind of it, you know? Mm -hmm. And if that is what was going on, like that's not cool. Um, right. I think with anything like this, we're, we're in an industry that is growing and figuring itself out. Uh, I'm a very no drama kind of person. So I don't, I don't typically get involved in you know, discussing or debating this or that, um, especially because there's nothing I can do anyway. If that is what was going on and if it's really decided that, you know, that's a no-no, he's probably going to get fired. And that's that's just the way it's going to be. So I think we're going to hit bumps like this as an industry um, and we'll just course correct and keep going. So I think overall as like a, if you want to think of the whole NFT spaces community, I feel like there's only 500 of us anyway. <laughs> Yep. You know, it feels like I know almost everybody. I know. Um, you see a lot of the same faces, that's for you sure. You know that there's going to be stuff like that. And I'm just, I, I don't know. I'm trying not to stress about it. Um, no, if, yeah. If anything, you know, what I've been enjoying is is all the, the trolls on Twitter who oh, are yeah. pretending to be him yeah. and making like yeah. Yeah. confessions and stuff. And then there's like punks with the open sea like hat. <laughs> like I saw those earlier today. Like someone made like an alternative punk and it just had open sea hats. And I was like, okay, great. Here we go. Which is to be expected in this space. So um, you know, uh still like open sea. I'm I, and to be honest, I felt like he was a good um he was really good for the community, actually, minus obviously doing this, but I felt like he was pretty good at answering questions, making people feel relatively comfortable. Yeah. And so that's kind of a uh it's a little bit sketch, but it is what it is. We'll continue oh. to bumps and bruises. Still early. We say it all the time. It is still early in every single phase. And so with that, we are going to welcome on a very special guest. We've had him on the docket, I feel like, for a while, uh, looking ahead and ready to talk to him. And, and so without further ado, this is we're going to be on Matt from Unstoppable Domains. Let me readjust this. There we go. Now we're not like looking like freaking <laughs> cone heads or something. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. Uh, everything working on this side? Is this mic working well on your end? Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. I think I heard your chair go, but now we're good. So you're good, man. 
Perfect. Well, happy to be here. Uh, glad to be joining you guys. Uh, it's been fun listening to the first 15 minutes of this conversation. You know, it has been a uh, tough week for people in crypto with all the drama. I mean, it yeah. has just been like, you know, crypto is dramatic, but this week, you know, we had Solana, you had uh, Arbitrum, right? I, I can mm. never pronounce, I can never pronounce that right. And yeah, then, you know, yeah, and then, <laughs> exactly right. What and I just ARB, and then yeah. uh, OpenSea. Uh, you know, you guys were just touching on that a little bit. Uh, industry's young, right? And a lot yeah. of people are learning a lot of things quick. So, uh, you know, we'll we'll recover. We always have. That's no, great. for sure. Always learning something in the space. So, Ben, I'm going to let you kick off this question because you've been uh, these questions, I should say, because you've been uh, kind of hooking this one up. And, and I know we're both excited, but I'm going to I'm going to kick it to you. Yeah, man. So I, I've been following Unstoppable Domains for, uh, again, like we always say, it feels like a long time, but it's really probably been five months or something <laughs> like that. Um, and and caught on to it right away when I just I am not a technology guy. You know, that's I don't understand, like the back end of how these things work. But when I found Unstoppable Domains and I realized what it could be, just like from a layman's sense, you know, if this is going to be sort of the new internet, decentralized internet, then crypto domains, domains as NFTs, my brain just like put the wires together. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's going to have to be what it is. And then as I was following them and watched when they announced all their new subdomains, which includes .nft, my favorite, of course, it's in my name. Uh, I also love the .x that Matt is using. I think it's kind of like cool and edgy and elite, you know? Uh, and I sort of aped in, honestly. I bought a bunch of these domains um, just because I think it's, it's a cool sort of thing of where the future's going. So as I, this is before I even really got big into the NFT space. And as I getting, started getting more and more into NFTs, I saw a lot of people on Twitter and other places on social media were using a .eth, you know, name on their account. And um, I started thinking about it and go, I get it, right? I mean, Ethereum, you know, that's the blockchain. I get it. But here we are all talking about NFTs all day, every day. And there's an NFT name that does all the same things and more from Unstoppable. I'm like, well, how come we're not all using NFT names? So now, now, like anytime somebody let me give them a soapbox, you know, in this space, I always talk about that. So I guess anyway, that's just to me, like a little bit of setup, a little bit of background. Um, but I'd love to hear from you, Matt, like what's the, what's the sort of, where did the idea come from to branch out into more subdomains? Cause I know originally it was got, originally it was dot Zill, right. And then dot crypto. And now, of course, you have many other ones that serve other purposes, dot wallet, dot coin. So uh, if you want to go back even earlier than that, I'm kind of like the, the history of Unstoppable and why you guys set out to do what you're doing. That's fine, too. Um, so we'll start wherever you want to. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, it's a very simple idea sending around. Uh, you know, whether it's NFT or token or coin or whatever, and the, on these blockchain and crypto networks is, you know, it's a lot of pain because you have these like really large hexadecimal addresses. And, uh, you know, three and a half years ago, uh, we looked at that at Unstoppable Domains and we're like, this is really goofy. And we should just build, you know, like, we should build a system to make this just way easier. Because if we're going to have 3 billion people you know, using their cell phones to send around cryptocurrency, you're not going to want to copy and paste a bunch of addresses. Uh, and, and also, it's really convenient if you can have like one name that's memorable that can work across all of your different uh, crypto assets. And at the time, there was only, you know, .eth. And that was actually exclusively at the time only working for sending and receiving uh, Ethereum. And so mm. we actually, we built uh, new blockchain systems that actually worked on any blockchain. So we were the first people to do that where you could send Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, you know, you can obviously send ERC-20 tokens, you can send NFTs. Um, I think we support over 200 different uh, crypto tokens and assets, um, and then also the, the tokens and assets on those chains themselves. So mm -hmm. it's quick, quickly approaching a thousand. Um, and that was really the genesis. And I just knew, I mean, it's, it's a dead simple idea. Like, people are not going to use uh, crypto every day if it's too hard to remember how to send it to somebody. Yeah. Uh, and, and so that was the first problem we're trying to solve. When we dug in, we realized that domain names haven't been updated, like domains themselves haven't been updated in 25 plus years. Uh, and these guys you know, who own .com, you know, VeriSign is the owner of the .com extension uh, and they just charge rent on it every year. Uh, and we said to ourselves like, well, that's kind of goofy. So we went with a pay once, 
no renewal fees forever uh, model for blockchain domain names because it's ownership, right? And you own that domain name like an NFT. And so that was another big innovation from us, not just that like we worked for any blockchain asset, didn't matter, Bitcoin, Litecoin, whatever, uh, Ethereum, you know, whatever you want. And then also we're like, there's no reason for us to charge you for renewals. Let's actually let people own it, just like owning your home versus renting, um, and then uh, see what people can build on top. And we've had a lot of interesting things get built on top. You know, people obviously doing websites. We've also had people build things like messaging systems uh, on top of these blockchain domain names. And they've really kind of taken on a uh, life of their own. And we expect that to keep happening because these are on the blockchain. They're actually open for developers to come on and innovate on top of these blockchain naming systems. So, uh, you know, identity, I think, is going to be a big part of that. Uh, people are spending 50% of their time, or I mean, I spend 80% of my time in front of the screen now, yeah. right? And you just need more ways to uh, like have your persona online and have that be mm -hmm. consistent across applications. Like, like, you know, everyone tries to get their same name on Twitter and on Instagram and on Facebook across all these social networks. Well, if you can abstract that out and you can make that an NFT, like a blockchain domain name, I want to be Matt.x on Twitter and I want to be Matt.x or, or Matt.nft and I want to be that same consistent profile across all my different social networks. This is kind of the Web3 vision. A lot of people are talking about it in the space, uh, we're, you know, and we're out there to try to push that. Uh, we are the number one blockchain domain name system out there. We have over a million registered domain names. Um, so we're definitely the biggest on the consumer side of things. And we think 2022 is just going to be, you know, another five, 10 next year for uh, blockchain domains in general. Yeah. So, so I'm curious, I want to know if I'm, so I try to explain some of this stuff to, to my friends and family and whatever, if I can, again, in plain English terms. Um, and I like to tell them when we talk about Web3, it's like Web1, that's like the World Wide Web. Web2 is like apps and Web3 is web on the blockchain. Am I doing that right? Or would you <laughs> I should I describe it differently? I've got a pass of that for you. So uh, Web1 was flat and it was just like flashing websites that just showed you text. Web2, you had a website and then it would connect up to a server. Uh, and then you could have a complicated app like Facebook um, or or uh, Salesforce. Right, right, right. Because right. uh -huh. you have a server in the background. And, then, okay. and that, so that's, that's bringing a company's data to the, to the web app. And then Web3, you're going to have, you know, the front end. You're going to have that company website. And then you're also going to bring your own data. Right. So customers mm -hmm. are going to consumers can you know, like people can actually go to that website and bring information about themselves. Like when you log in, when, sorry, when you off onto a Uniswap, it's it's looking at your wallet to see how you can make the trade. And mm -hmm. uh, you're bringing your data right with you to that website in order to interact with it. Mm -hmm. And that's just the beginning. Right now, we're just playing around with money um, and money is a big market. So it makes sense. And I say playing around because crypto people throw money around like it's nothing. Mm -hmm. uh, but like. But like but they won't, but they won't spend true. twenty dollars on some jeans though. That's yeah, I, I mean, I don't spend twenty dollars on I jeans. Know. I haven't bought a new. <laughs> so I like, I mean, my every you know everything I'm wearing is from where from Walmart basically. So I'm right. falling, I fall into that bucket. But what I'm saying is, like in the future, you you would you know when you're shopping online in the future, you're going to be connecting your crypto wallet and bringing your right. data along with it, and you could have data about like already plugged in for like your shoe size, um, your, your clothing preferences, et cetera, so that you're going to have a better web experience and you're going to choose to give them that data instead of having them like spy on it and get it off of you. So um, I think like web three is more about customers having, you know, sorry, people right having their data and then bringing it with them to the app and then getting a better experience um, from that. So just like with NFTs, like it's your profile. Like I wish I could log into Twitter and then they would use my penguin as my PFP, right? Because I've had that penguin for a while and I'm kind of attached to him, you know, or whatever else it is that I would want in my CryptoPunk or my board. Ape. That's my data. And I want that data to be on that app and uh, instead of having Twitter own it. So and there's all sorts of things around that that are coming with uh, people bringing data with them as they're traveling around the Internet. It's, so, that's one so way to do it. I know people talked about, you know, people have talked, have been talking about sort of verified ownership on social media. Yeah. And, and so it sounds like, you know, the future will more, more than likely have opportunities to, let's say, log into Twitter with MetaMask or with your domain or with whatever. And then once you're logged in, it, you know, it just identifies the one you said, this is the PFP I want to show up when I log in. But will there be a way like where Twitter, can prevent people from using an image if they don't own it kind of thing. Or I, I don't, I don't know if that's something that could work, but like, cause people say, well, can I, can I just right click and save your ape and make it my profile picture? You can't stop me from doing yeah. that. Do you think there might be technology that would actually prevent someone like, 
Yeah. So what? with uh, so with verifications right now, what's happening is like third like. Uh, we use Chainlink, for in for instance, in order yeah. to do to verify your Twitter uh, handle to your blockchain domain name. So when someone's sending you money, they can know that 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 that's your Twitter. So it's like you can say, "Hey, send it to my Twitter," and they can look you up or whatever. And they know but, it's really you. That's cool. Yeah, and that works with Chainlink because you have like an oracle there who's like making sure that you know checking everything and making sure that they they you have to sign some transactions and do some authorization. But in the future, where Twitter is natively integrated, or let's say that there's like a a new like crypto Twitter, right? Like yeah, someone, yeah, everyone, say, yeah. But let's say there's a crypto native version of Twitter the, inside their application, they could run those verifications directly, right? Uh, and then, mm -hmm. and then, and then they could choose to set up their app where you cannot have your picture be a crypto punk unless you physically own and can prove that you own that crypto punk by signing mm -hmm. a transaction. So that's, you know, and we're talking several years from now, but the, yeah, I think it's verifications is going to be big. Like it's going to be a huge market. Uh, and that's something that blockchains are really good at, right? <laughs> like the reason why yeah, I know exactly. the reason why I know I have one Bitcoin is because the Bitcoin network says I do. Uh, right. And then like it's going to be the same thing for uh, any type of thing you want to know uh, to have some sort of like verification that this is true. I think blockchains are a great place to store that kind of data. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like the idea of a decentralized Twitter. Uh, you know, a block. We could call it unstoppable Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> or unblockable maybe. Unblockable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So uh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so would you say like if it was a brand new person to NFTs or crypto in general, because we try to kind of talk to them, uh, would you say probably your biggest uh, selling point, if you will, would be just the uh, ease of transaction rather than worrying about the long ass, five, you know, a hundred, whatever the hell that digit thing is for your yeah, address? That's definitely that's definitely like I'm talking the most basic kind of thing that maybe someone is like, well, I don't know what the hell they're talking about, but it sounds cool. What's the you know, what would be that first easy maybe stepping stone into that? Domain? Yeah. The, yeah. The hook the hook for blockchain domains is it makes it a lot easier to receive uh, cryptocurrency, because if you need someone to send you money, you can just give them your name. Uh, and we're actually working uh, right now with some of the biggest wallets in the space to make it so when you onboard to that wallet, you're going to get a domain as part of that onboarding process. So like with blockchain.com oh, yeah. and, and that way, because right now the way it works is you download a wallet, you buy some cryptocurrency, and then when you go to send it, you go, oh man, this yeah. is terrible. You realize there's a problem. Whereas in the future, we want it to be like you download a wallet, you get a blockchain domain name, and then when you need to receive uh, cryptocurrency or send it to somebody else, they've got a name, and you're like, oh, that's really easy. Um, and we want to like remove that step. And we think that's a real problem. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people who just, the first time they send uh, Bitcoin or Ethereum or whatever, um, they're really nervous about it, at least. Yeah. I was really, and, and they're like, can I send you like $5 first, and then I'll send you right. the other 20 And then the, you know, the transaction fee is 40 bucks, so that's a waste of time. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, so, so we gotta, we gotta get those things fixed. But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, uh, the easy thing is just make it easier to uh, tell people how to send you crypto. Nice, nice. Yeah. And I know, so when you get, I know from my own experience, when you buy an unstoppable domain, you you buy it directly the way that, you know, average people are used to buying things. So you can use a credit card. It's a normal buying process on the website. And then you mint it to the blockchain. And it actually is an NFT. I mean, you can look up unstoppable domains on, on OpenSea and yeah. see them there um and so you just pay that that gas fee which obviously lately has been pretty rough but it goes up and it goes down um anything else people should know in terms of like what to look for let's say people because i know a lot of people when they watch or listen to our show they're like browsing whatever we're talking about while we're talking about it so if if someone's on unstoppabledomains.com right now trying to figure out what to do or what to get um what would be a good place for them to start See somebody well, in the chat just said it. I just got my first unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I always say start with your handles online, right? So like if you've got a if you got a name on Twitter or uh, you know on uh, Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or wherever you're using, like it's a really good idea to pick up your handle. Um, if you're thinking about the future, uh, a lot of these places may start actually you know doing maybe they'll do sign in with with uh, blockchain domains with you know crypto wallets and they'll be able to display that for you so that's a good place i like to start um and and uh you know they range anywhere from twenty dollars to get started to a couple thousand on the high end you know i would start off with you know pick up a couple twenty dollar domains uh 
get a feel for how the technology works. Um, and and then you know you can always come back later. The other thing that's interesting about unstoppable domains is a lot of people come back and make a second purchase. Uh, and like you said, when you buy your domain name, you can mint it later, uh, so you can wait for gas prices to be a little bit lower uh, before mm-hmm. you make that decision. Or you can even wait for us to uh, get our L two scaling solution coming out, which is coming in Q four, and the announcement of the announcement, nice. right? Nice. The announcement yeah. of the announcement. Yeah. So so we'll make the we'll make the official announcement um, like October, like end of October, October twenty first is. Currently, we're going to make the official announcement, and then you'll see uh, when that's coming out. But that's before the end of this year, and minting costs are going to be a lot cheaper then. So yeah, uh, nice. I suggest I suggest people, you know, you, you can wait around to do that, uh, and then uh, I would say, you know, maybe pick up a domain or two for a friend. You know, like I picked up some domains from some of my friends because I know they're I, bu- I bought my kids' names dot crypto. Both of my kids, I bought their name dot crypto because I don't know what the chance someone else would get one, but I want those for them for when they're older. You know. Yeah, absolutely. And these are right now they're like collector's items, just kind of like a lot of other NFTs. And and, but I do think that in the future, these could end up being your portable social handle uh, on apps on the Internet, especially Mm -hmm. on on crypto based apps. Uh, So I think about in that con. That's how I think about it when I'm going shopping for uh, blockchain domains. I can see Phil's eyes right now. He's he's going uh, Philbaca thirty one dot. Nobody, there's no way in hell someone's got that. <laughs> that's a good thing. That's uh, a good thing about this dumbass name I've got is nobody's gonna use it. So we got a question from our buddy Squirtle here. Um, can you see the question on the screen, Matt? No, I can't see. If, if you if you mint on layer two, uh, will that NFT then be authenticated on L one at the next checkpoint? Uh, Yes, and you can also mint out to L1 if you would like to. So if you're really concerned about your security, you can then move it out to L1 um, at any time you would like to. And yes, there are commits to the uh, to the main chain. Awesome. So so you know, again, just a, a follow up question. I know you've got all these different subdomains, right? So why would someone pick dot wallet or dot coin or dot NFT? I mean, NFT is kind of obvious in my opinion. Yeah. To me, that's for NFT collectors. I don't know if there's more to it for you guys than that. Maybe it's connecting with like NFT DApps and stuff. Um, but yeah, why else would someone pick dot crypto or wallet or coin or X or whatever? Yeah. So, uh, I think it's preferences and we're just trying to meet different people in the market for their preferences. We also wanted to make sure there were, uh, lots of inventory so that people could, you know, get a domain name. Uh, this is not like a PFP project, like one of 10,000, right. Where like we want, like having a limited supply of domain names kind of limits their utility, right? We, we literally want 10 billion people to have them. So if we just had a single extension, then uh, we'd run, you know, there, there wouldn't be as many top level, you know, good names for people to have on these marks. Now I can talk about a few of them, like dot blockchain, for instance, we're working with block, we're working with blockchain.com, right? So that's going to come out in Q1 of next year. So that's going to, you know, that was obvious for them. They wanted to do that for their personal branding process. If you look at a uh, dot coin, we're working with circle on that one. And so that was a, that was a, TLD that the um, that, that partner had wanted to work with us. And it's important for us to work with these big partners because that means that you know blockchain domain names are going to be more useful in more applications. So uh, we kind of brought them on for that journey. You can look at a couple of the other ones are regional, like dot eight dot eight eight eight. You know that's uh, that's actually yeah. really big, really big in Asia. We're opening our yeah, Singapore. Yeah. We're opening our Singapore office here in November of this year, so that, that that's going to be a push as part of that geographic geographic region. We may uh, right now there are no plans, you know, for like this next year. We're super busy, but you know, as we open up more geographies, we may want to open up more uh, extensions to serve those people. And then we also did .dao, D-A-O, uh, mm-hmm. and, and this one is, um, you know, it's not as popular as .x or .crypto or .nft um, or .wallet, for instance. I think .wallet is also pretty straightforward. Uh, but .dao, we just wanted to have kind of a counterbalance to org and so we have some we have some interesting thoughts around how we can evolve dotdao over the next couple of years uh, to kind of be we see that as being the crypto equivalent of .org. Um, yeah, that and, makes sense. And so you know that one I'm going to say there's a pretty large probability that that will eventually be managed by DAO, right? <laughs> so, right so, yeah. so, and like, and oh, so that's cut, that's cut, yeah, and that's and that's the path that we want to take uh, for some of these uh, domain extensions. So, yeah, there's a little bit of reason behind each of those. Uh, right now, they all have the same underlying functionality, and they're serving different communities. So, I just want to throw out an idea. Sure, I'm all open. Where's the dot eight? Oh, uh, <laughs> right, right, Phil. Let's I, I get think, it. I think dot ape would be pretty yeah. popular for for roughly five thousand people. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's not a huge, huge number. No, of it's not. It's pretty small, but even still, people would love a dot ape. Phil dot yeah, well, ape. <laughs> you know, this is something we're talking about. So for our next round of extensions, so this first one we had to hold close to our. Uh, 
close to the vest because we were working yeah. with blockchain.com sure, and circle sure. to get these pushed out um but if we do this again we're looking at having the community come in and actually vote on like their the top extensions they'd want us to do uh, right. and you also saw that when we launched these new extensions we did promotions for the existing users right. where we where we dropped 3x store credit so if you yeah if you, i, I got a you, pretty good credit on that one i was pretty excited about that i was on vacation with my family actually and i was like i'm just gonna go on a stop on my phone i looked at this the promo credits i was like whoa <laughs> right pretty nice yeah we and it happened to be right at like the bottom of that bear market right when yep. we made that announcement because ethereum had just dropped from like four thousand to like you know two thousand over yeah. like a, a three-week period and so i always like to run promotions at like the bottom of the bear market. So people are like, Matt, when are you gonna run your next promotion? I'm like the next time Bitcoin drops 50%, they're like, that's not what I want you to do. And like, that's that's when we're gonna do it. Cause that's we're trying smart. to catch, trying to catch people, you know, when when everything's bad news in your inbox, I want us yeah. to see good news. That's uh, really smart, man. That I love that. So yeah, but yeah, very open to suggestions. Please send them in to us. We're not looking to do anything in the next 12 months, but you know, when, when we look to do more extensions, we are gonna get a lot more community feedback uh, if and when we decide to do that in the future. Cool, I like it. Yeah, because I remember some people were like, "Oh, you released all these new TLDs," and you know, I was in a, a Telegram or something like that. Um, this is before I got addicted to, this, to Discord. Um, <laughs> I was in Telegram, and people were all, "Oh, you're releasing all these things," and I'm like, "People love to get mad about stuff," you know. I'm like, "Let the company innovate for crying out loud." <laughs> Yeah, and we try to we try to do the, the best we can for everyone who's been an early Unstoppable supporter. I think a lot of those guys got a lot of good stuff. I mean, there are some people in there who got some OG domains uh, mm -hmm. very very early on, and now they have a portfolio of like a thousand domains, right? right? And it's because mm -hmm. they got they got the original airdrop uh, two years ago. There was a two X airdrop, and then they got this three X airdrop. Well, that's a six X, right? So like these people are, uh, they're, they're, you know, uh, I appreciate their feedback. Like we definitely listen to everything they have to say. We try to do as best we can. And you're right. We, I mean, we got to innovate. Like we can't. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. Yeah. L listen and take it in and make the best decision. You know. Um, yeah. So, I got a. Cool. This is more more about you, Matt. Sure. I, I like to know about the person too behind the the Good brain. There we go. There we go so, I like it. Um, can you tell us just a little bit about your story personally in the crypto space, and maybe even if you want to dabble into the NFT space, what you've seen from that? I know you're. I'm sure you're uber busy, but I'm. Again, we're all kind of obsessed with staring at a screen. So, I'm. I know you're not living under a rock. So, can you kind of take us on a, a short journey in crypto with you? Yeah. Well, uh, so I've been here a long time. 2013 is when I got into wow. Bitcoin. Uh, and uh, I actually, you know, heard about it sooner. Of course, everyone who hears about it is like, I wish I had gotten in even earlier. Right. But 2013 was super early. Yeah. And uh, I was working on Bitcoin projects on nights and weekends. I was in San Francisco working at a startup at the time uh, that went through YC. And we took that from like five to 50 people during that time frame. But Bitcoin was like my passion on my on my weekend projects. And I was working on projects that were non-financial because mm -hmm. I don't I'm not a finance guy. So that is why I feel very comfortable with the NFT space as well. So like I'm not coming from a finance background. Uh, I'm a consumer tech guy. And I was trying to use Bitcoin even back then to verify uh, Yelp reviews just to be mm. perfectly so like if you bought something yeah, in bitcoin, yeah. if you bought something in bitcoin you could sign a transaction and mm. then show and then show like oh yeah i actually did buy that thing because people were faking reviews all the time people fake reviews now right yeah. uh, and so like using crypto to try to solve that problem so that that's, that's really cool yeah so that you know i was always pl playing around in crypto ethereum came out smart contract blockchains and literally like blew my mind. Uh, so uh, I got to meet Vitalik very early at some San Francisco meetups. I actually saw him present um, before Ethereum launched. And I actually played around on Ethereum testnet, right? And I remember thinking to myself, there's like, there's no way this is gonna work because it was the most busted technology at the time, right? And this yeah. is before they, the, before they launched and they got, they got it off the ground. I couldn't believe it when they launched. Um, and then I became an Ethereum person very early on. Um, and it, I guess the rest is kind of history. So quit my job, right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, quit my job. I actually, I actually was an early crypto person, so I made enough money off of that where I didn't, I didn't have to take that uh, work anymore. And I, you know, turned my notice and it's like I'm going to go full time on crypto. Um, ended up finding uh, domain names. I thought it was something that needed to happen because as an early crypto person, I just want everyone on the planet to use crypto. And the sooner that everyone on the planet uses crypto, the better. And I was like, okay, what can I do? What can I bring to this space? And I have a consumer markets background. Um, I'm, I have a UX background from the work that I did on uh, in consumer tech. And I was like, we need to make sending and receiving cryptocurrency a uh, hundred times easier. And domain names are the absolute number one way to do that. 
been working on that for the past uh, four years now, or this is going on four years in January, and it's the thing I'm going to be doing for the next four years. Had incredible success. Uh, you know, unstoppable domains every year has been 500% growth year over year. I actually got to meet a lot of the NFT people early, uh, like Devin at OpenSea, um, uh, the guys over at Nifty Gateway, they were actually in the yeah. same Boost VC tribe with us. Uh, so like been really early on NFTs, blockchain domains. We were the first people to make blockchain domain NFTs um, and uh, happy to see the, the space blowing up. I would have never guessed it would have been art to be perfectly honest, like I didn't think art was going to be the first thing to blow up on NFT space. Super happy to see it happening. Uh, you know, we're more on the utility side here with blockchain domain NFTs. Uh, and I think that this market is just starting to get get its legs. Yeah, I agree. And to me, it's about the art for sure. But it also it's about the social bond that the art creates. Right. Yeah. To me, like when, when Ethereum was falling in May, I had a no shit moment for sure, you know, because I had a decent amount in there. Um, and I felt the temptation to panic sell. Uh, I didn't, thankfully, but I felt the temptation. And whenever prices go down on an NFT I'm holding that I really like, and I like the other people who I've met through that community. And we talk about this in every episode we do. It's, it is cliche, but it also is true. There is a community. There's a social layer to this. It's the most social asset that's ever existed. And I feel much less of that temptation because I, if I sell it, then I'm not in that group of people anymore. Right. So I can hold on that much more easily. And I think that's, that's just interesting how it impacts those markets. Um, and it impacts buying behavior too, because like deadheads, for example, when I first got into it, I just got one. And then I thought, well, now I can never sell it. So I'm yeah. going to need two. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. I, if I'm gonna then have two, 300 I, later. I now need one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and then I, it caught on just because I thought the project was really cool. And I thought yeah. the people involved in it were amazing and all that. So that was a different thing. But even when I just thought they looked neat, I quickly got to where I needed three. Because then I could have one to hopefully make a quick return on. One to make like a big return on one day, I hope. And then one to keep. Just to keep and keep and keep, you know. Well, I can, I can provide my own story. So I did a little bit of panic selling back in May, right? So for people out there who panic sold, like I've been doing this for eight years. So I did, I, I panic sold maybe two, 2% of what I had to. So don't feel bad. Everybody right. panic sells a little bit. Right. Uh, and and uh, if you take a long-term horizon, which I have, and I've been lucky to be in a space long enough to actually have a long-term horizon. I mean, this space has so much opportunity. I mean, it's hard to miss. I think if you look at like Bitcoin on a five-year chart, like if you buy Bitcoin, you hold for five years, like, I don't think I don't think you can be down. I really think it's impossible. I'd have to go look at the numbers. Uh, but the space has just been up and to the right for the past decade. I think it's going to be up and to the right for the next decade. Um, and so I would just, you know, anyone out there who's doing a little bit of panic selling or whatever, uh, you step back. Everyone just tells you, like, you know, zoom out. And zoom, out zoom out. That's, that's my trick. That's my trick. Some of so, these people who day trade, I don't know how they do it. They're, they're, no, they're never, next I've level. Never <laughs> uh, no, 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 thank you. I, I tried a little bit of it, but quickly learned it was not for me. Um, so, Matt, not asking financial advice, but, like, are there cryptocurrencies you think are interesting that are kind of newer on the horizon that, um, that have just got your attention? Yeah, well, I can... Well, I can say that basically everything that's an L2, uh, like our scaling technology like right now. Polygon? Yeah, that I would I would say that would count as a side chain that, you know, uh -huh. the uh, commit chain, we should use the correct terminology. Okay. Um, I think that that's interesting. Uh, all these L2s are interesting. Um, so like uh, what are some L2s for the, for the, you know, the normies in the crowd, right? Like what are some? Oh, yeah, ones? sorry. Uh, so ETH Optimism, StarkX, ZK Sync, and a lot of these do not have tokens yet. Right. Mm -hmm. But but I say yet because I think that almost every single one of them is going to have a crypto token in the future. And one right. of the things that they're going to look at is like, have you been using it? If you remember the Uniswap airdrop, you know, myself and several friends, you know, we had five figure airdrops um, from using Uniswap every day. So for people out there, you know, interested in, I would say like, you're going to get paid to use new technology. I think yeah. the same thing. And if OpenSea has a token, like I'm, I'm definitely going to back the truck up on that one, right? If they if they do an airdrop to people who have been using OpenSea, I think everyone in the NFT community is just going to be like, "Oh, there." I'd be pretty a, excited. Yeah, <laughs> there, there's my there's my down payment on that car, easy. Yeah, right? for real. Right, uh, right. So, so this is kind of new too, and like every cycle is a little bit different, right? It used to be back in 2017, it was like get in, get into Telegram, find a hot ICO, buy it, five x, boom, right? This time though, I think the companies have gotten smarter. They're much yeah. more about like rewarding early users who are using their product. And so I actually think that people out there who are trying to experiment with technology are going to benefit. So like if you're out there and you're using 
Polygon, you're using uh, DYDX, which is on StarkX, you're using um, some, one of these ETH Optimism, ETH Optimism is pretty new. Actually, I don't even know if it's live yet. Arbitrum is another one, right? If you're using the apps on there, OpenSea, like, I mean, maybe OpenSea doesn't do a token, but I just can't imagine. So I think all these companies are gonna have huge airdrops. And then even after their airdrop, I think, I don't know what Uniswap token's at today, but when the airdrop came out, it was like a dollar, I remember, right? So like, I don't know what Uniswap's at right now. I think I'm just pulling it up, uh, take a look, it's $27. Right, and I yeah. remember Uniswap was selling for a buck fifty when it dropped. Right. So yeah. you're gonna have all these. You're gonna have all these L2 tokens do drops. You're gonna have um, these applications doing drops. Uh, you know, if you're using them, you're gonna get that money. Hopefully, they'll reward their early users for being users, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's also gonna be the opportunity to potentially participate in the upside of those apps. So that's the stuff that I'm looking at. That's kind of new. Um, I'll mention one other thing, which I think is cool, which is these NFT projects, which are free to mint. And there's been a couple of those yeah. that came out. Some of them I like more than others. You know, I don't want to drop names here. Like um, CryptoPunks? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that was a, that was a good one. Right? That was a yeah, long yeah. time ago, but they were free yeah. to mint, weren't they? Yeah, uh, I don't remember. I, don't I believe yeah. they were. I, they, I were free. they were free to mint. They were, just, they were yeah, free. Yeah. Well, I think that's another interesting one too, because that's much more like, if you think about it, like you said earlier, the cool thing is the community aspect of a lot of these assets. And so I would look, I think the projects that are rewarding communities well, whether that's free to mint NFT projects or projects you know that allow you to mint even more stuff for free or uh, these um, you know applications that are doing airdrops like Uniswap and hopefully OpenSea or these L2s that are also gonna do airdrops. I think that not only are those good to get in, you know, to use and, and maybe be a part of that. But also I think those are better uh, crypto, um, crypto like assets potentially, right? Cause they already have a community like OpenSea token. I mean, Uniswap token went from $1 to 22, right? So OpenSea token, I mean, maybe, maybe, I mean, who knows? Not financial advice, right? <laughs> it's right. like, it's like everything, everything you say on in crypto, yeah. you're like, I don't know, could, could, you could go bankrupt, yeah. but, but, <laughs> but, but from, but from my, but from my, from my opinion, I would just say right. that that's interesting. Like show me a product with users and usage that, that has a way for you to participate. Um, super, super exciting. I think. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. And it's almost like, I mean, you see NFTs being used as basically a crowdfunding. Kind of thing that has felt that way and a lot um, of them. for a lot of them that's what they're doing right i mean again you look at deadheads you look at the janky heist they straight up said we're selling these to fund the development of an animated series a movie a you know whatever it might be um and it's like a brand new way to it is kind of like an ico you know but um but to fund something else I mean, it's really to fund something that has its own unique value in the world, like movies and other media plays. Uh, I'm sure there'll be physical stuff too. I guarantee you someone's gonna come out. I mean, I guess actually the, what do they call themselves? The Hall of Fame goats or something. They said, we're gonna do this kick-ass music festival. Mm. You know, it's gonna be as big as Bonnaroo and uh, we're gonna fund it by selling you these NFTs. Now, well, you gotta be you gotta be careful yeah. there. I I still remember Fire Token. I know. I know. So, so, oh, so did I think, they make it? Wait, did they make a token? I think so. I think oh, so. I think, uh, I didn't I think, know I think, this, baby. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know they had a token. I think I think some yeah. of the, I think some of these NFT projects you know need to pull it back a little bit to be perfectly honest because because when you start getting closer and closer um, to like funding for projects as opposed to like dues for a community to do stuff I think that you're potentially and that's the thing about like especially projects that like when you do a resale in OpenSea and then that money's going back to that community to like pay for community things like T-shirts or whatever like that seems. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I've got dues at, you know, the golf club or whatever. It feels very okay. Uh, and, and then, but like the, the more ICO-ish, like launching the, you know, Fire Festival 2.0 here, not to put anyone out, out, no, out there. Good. I think, yeah. yeah, I think it's, I think that's a little bit, that's a little bit maybe pushing the line. But honestly, on the other side of that, uh, we have, um, we have regulators here in the U.S. who have been really too slow to get educated on this new space. And I think it is, I think it is holding, holding back a lot of talent. Um, so, I mean, you know, there's, there's fault on all sides here, but I would all tell right. people out there who are creators, like it's, it's okay to be a little bit more conservative on the, on the things that you're doing, uh, and wait around. I do think that, I think crypto is eventually going to win everybody over. Even, even Lizzie, too. even Lizzie Warren is eventually going to like crypto. She, <laughs> she, she, she may not think she likes it today, but I think, I think she's going to come around to it because it's just going to make life so much easier for everybody. I think people will too. I think everybody will. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the whole IP question, right? So these ones saying, yeah, we're going to fund this to, we're going to use this to fund this development of this thing, but you own it. Right. right. And, and, and so maybe there's some, some gray areas on that too and stuff, but I just find it so interesting.
I think what you said is on the mark with being more conservative on like roadmap things. Unfortunately, I think it's hard for those projects because people are so god dang pushy and they're uh-huh. asking they're basically asking as soon as they buy that thing uh where's the rocket ship but i agree yeah. with what you're saying like i think i think it does need to be pulled back a little bit because it's just like you can't just go on forever right you can't just continue to add on just crazy things like hey uh roadmap 3.0 we're all going literally to the moon on a rocket ship. you know like <laughs> but we're going to compete with elon yeah that's like what it kind of feels like though because at the beginning it wasn't like that and then you just had to like add more it felt like to keep up now that's not every single project but i i uh that was i just think i think you're right there i think that's a, a good comment and something that i hope the community understands too like if you can reward your community members uh with you know tokens and some some uh nfts have done that created a coin and and you know you get a coin for however many you have and maybe there's a community wallet that they have assets and things like i think that makes sense um but yeah not not going so crazy because yeah jaw rule uh, if he's in your thing, then Firefest 2.0 might be happening. So, all of the Ja Rule, he's in the space, so that's a good thing, I, I think. So, it's, somebody's we'll got to. Somebody has to push the boundary, right? Yeah, uh, you're right. And, yeah. So, uh, and and some people are going to do that, and some of those people are right. I remember, I still remember Binance, right? Like Binance was, Binance was just flying, and they were nothing back in 2017. I mean, they were like they had nothing, and now they're one of the biggest exchanges on the planet. And mm-hmm. yeah, they, they stepped on a lot of toes. They did some pretty crazy stuff uh, on their way up, uh, but you know, ultimately, they created a really huge platform that lots of people globally use now. And and they've got a lot of problems of their own. But uh, you know, when you're in a new space with new tech, uh, with new ideas on how things should work, I mean, it's important to try all those things out. So. You know, encourage people to be creative uh, and then you know do the best you can to not be too wild. Make sure you can deliver on what you're saying you're going to do. I think that's a big one that a lot of people maybe miss. And it's simple, right? Like if you say something, just, you know, yep. put your effort in to actually deliver what you're saying. Uh, at least you owe people that much who are coming into your project. Uh, and I think that's something everyone can get around. Agreed completely. Well, this is super enlightening. This is a great conversation. So much information here. I think we have great guests, but you gave us man, I think I would need to listen to our own thing back and yeah, write a book to myself uh, of all the good, just information and, and in a friendly way too. I think you did a great job of giving those of us that have been here for a minute, some deeper dive that we can do. And also newbies to the space saying, Hey, if you want to just dip your toe in, here's, here's a start. So I want to say thank you, Matt, for coming on. If someone wanted to follow you on Twitter, where would they find you? Yeah. I'm, at Matthew E. Gould. And then you can also find us uh, at Unstoppable Domains on Twitter. And we also have podcasts at Unstoppable Domains and UnstoppableDomains.com. So you can find everything Beautiful. there. You can find it all there. Very easy. You can also check out our Twitter. We tag both of them a couple times so you can you can um, make your way there as well. So with that, Matt, we're going to say goodbye for now, but we'll definitely t- chat soon. And thank you so much for coming on. Glad to be here. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Matt. We'll see you. Bye. Yeah, man. Holy cow. Like, wow. Yeah. My brain is melting, I think. Like, <laughs> no, but like, I had more questions, but I felt like even I, right? Like, I feel like I've been here like a minute. Even I yeah. felt like really dumb asking some of them. Well, um, yeah. No, I mean, I think, you know, you're, we're talking to a guy who, oh, yeah. This company. Yeah. That, that's, that's changing the internet. Um, but I, yeah, I thought it was cool. I thought he did a good job of talking to us norm- normies here, you know. <laughs> so, like, in the, uh, in the most simplest terms, changing the dot nft or whatever it is dot whatever is that simply to play to that community is that the purpose what do you mean changing to dot nft like, like, instead of dot like com you're, or instead of dot no, no, to any of them yeah to any of them like you know how he said they have like you know four or five or six, whatever it is they have a yeah, bunch of different yeah. versions i mean to me i think it's about digital identity so what do you want to be known for if someone's like a big time crypto trader maybe they want that dot coin Sure. name or dot wallet or something like that i think you're that makes see, sense you know um projects that are trying to integrate wallets they might want to have a dot wallet or something like that so that rather than an individual it's more of like a company or a collection you could see you know mastercard wanting a mastercard dot wallet or something right. like that you know so those big companies and then that's the thing i i guess matt didn't talk about it a lot but um it's not just a, an address to send crypto and NFTs to. It actually can be a website. So right now, like you have to download a Chrome plugin in order for it to resolve. But I have the plugin on my 
um, computer and I can type in my name, benxit.nft, and it pops up my deadheads graveyard, like my my gallery of my deadheads. And that's something they just, they partner with deadheads to just help, you know, make that happen automatically. So it's basically if you buy the domain and if that domain's in the same wallet as your deadheads, then you just type in that domain into Chrome, the same way you would type in a .com and it shows up, you know, your gallery. Wait, shows up. no matter what, anyone, wait. Say so that again? basically, I remember you, this happening. Yeah, but. yeah. It, once we get off here, if you go on uh, okay. and you, you install the Unstoppable Domains plugin on Chrome, and then you type into your UR, URL bar, benxit.nft, you're going to see my deadheads. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Now, that's just I, a yeah. simple application of it, but people can build full on sure. websites that do whatever on it. I, now, I don't have the skill to do that yet. Right. Uh, I probably never will. That's not what I'm focused on. Um, but at th that's going to be the way I believe. And of course that's their mission, right? That's the way websites will work is they'll have these other domains and maybe .com will actually be on the blockchain too at some point. But, um, but to me, it's mainly about that identity layer, right? Um, where you have this, this presence, this sort of existence on social media, online. Um, it's your, your identity. I mean, maybe this is the name I'm going to be using for, everything right. I do in this space for the rest of my life. And it's just, now I kind of wish I'd picked one that was more easy to pronounce when you say it out loud. <laughs> I wasn't sure. planning on like doing a podcast and stuff. I didn't know we were no, going yeah. to meet and do all this cool stuff. I mean, for God's sakes, my Twitter is literally a freaking stupid thing. Someone called me one time in a keyboarding class, but I was like, oh, it's kind of fun. And I like <laughs> just ran with it. Now it's like, I can't change it now. It's, well, it's you can rebrand yourself. Actually, my, oh, my man, goal, I don't I, know. I, I'm actually thinking I might change mine because um, I'm thinking it makes a lot of sense for me to be Ben FT. Okay, yeah. You know, so that yep. would what that would require though, if uh, from a domain level, would be B E dot NFT. Yeah. And they don't even sell domains that short yet. Okay, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna have to figure something out, but I think that just rolls off the tongue much easier. <laughs> right. From a brand perspective, hey, it I'm is, it's a it's a yeah. perfect puzzle piece together for sure. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> So again, a great conversation. Check out Unstoppable Domains. Check out Matt. Uh, great dude. Tons of information. I think I would say definitely willing to share information. So reach out, tag him in a post. If you have questions, definitely, um, definitely reach out to people. And I would say that's the thing about the NFT and crypto space for the most part is I feel like people are very helpful. They want to help you. They want to get you into the mm -hmm. space. They want to answer your questions if you've got them. And so, um, Hey, Squirtle could put yeah. a good comment in the chat here about what you're just saying. Um, you can always own your old brand and redirect it to the new branding with NFT domains. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think I'm just going to be Fabaka31, man. I yeah, dude. I think you could just be Fabaka, too. I don't think yeah, you know. Although yeah. I will tell you, if you use a number in an unstoppable domain, it's cheaper. If you got letters, and, if you got letters and numbers, it's cheaper. Booyah. I think Fabaka31.nft would be like five bucks. For, for oh, life. man. That's yeah. going to have to happen. I think don't get it squirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Nobody that, else buy for Baca 31. That would not be cool. That, that would be yeah. super uncool. Or yeah, unless you're gonna, gifting I'm gonna it to me. Yeah. And then I'm going to sell for 50 right. ETH. Yeah, exactly. Because they're definitely going to. Yeah, you need yeah. your ape, at least one of them. And the M2 serum. No, anywho. Uh, great conversation. As always, we've been super lucky with the guests. I've just been uh, home runs every single week. I enjoy this. Even when I'm, I'm pretty tired today. But I was like very much looking forward to it because the yeah. conversation is enlightening. We've talked about that before. Uh, I, I feel like, uh, yeah, Squirt, I'm not giving you my ape. Uh, I feel like it is. It's just a wonderful space to be in. And so, so yeah, uh, real quick plug yeah. for next week. Uh, we have John Beinart. I hope I'm saying his last name right. Beinart, Beinart. This is a really interesting guy. So he is an artist. Uh, Sanweeb is laughing at me. I don't know if I'm saying his last name right, but this is an artist from Australia. Um, actually a well-known, like absurdist artist he invented or created i guess i should say uh something called the toddler peed which is like this really bizarre but really fascinating piece of artwork and he is now entering the nft space with his best friend who's the illustrator that turned the toddler peeds into nfts uh images one of the craziest projects i've seen yeah. but i'm really excited for it and he's just a really cool guy i've gotten to know him in the discord so i'm really looking forward to interviewing him next week uh that should be a good one same no, time. for sure. Always continually getting great conversations here, great guests. And and again, we'll have to do some sort of recap show. Uh, on that note, we want to always thank 
obviously the deadheads that's our fam for sure big hearts out to them they're great at uh supporting us in this endeavor creating this awesome stream and podcast it's been a lot of fun and it's really just the beginning we've got a long ways to go and i feel like we're on, definitely on the right track so again if you haven't yet check us out on spotify check us out on apple podcast uh, please subscribe to either or and also make sure you're following us on twitch if you're watching on youtube you can also follow us there uh, those followers matter because then we know that we are connecting with you and we can continue to build this into something that's even greater. So yeah, again, leave a comment. Who should we interview? You know, what yes, do you want to hear from us? Leave DM us. DMs are open. If you have ideas for people uh, that uh, we should interview, hit us up. Uh, you can see us here. If you're watching on the, on the stream, most of you know us. Uh, you've got our Twitter. If not, find us. Uh, you can check out the Talking Heads. Uh, Ooh, somebody said Avenged Sevenfold. You know what? Oh, I, I know. I Dude. actually did connect with M Shadows in Discord briefly. Uh, maybe I'll DM him and see. We've talked know. about Pauzy actually. Yeah, Pauzy said she'd want to come on. So you know, Pauzy is uh, you know English is a second language, and so she said she'd love to talk to us, but would want to do it with one of the other Deadhead guys or something like that. So yeah, maybe maybe we can line that up. We just got to figure out the time zone stuff too. Yep, for sure. So on that note, I want to say thank you again. Thanks for the people in the chat. Thank you to our viewers, our listeners. We love you uh, to death. This is what makes this space so fun is the community that we're building here. So Ben, have an awesome last few hours of your hump day there in Tennessee. We're in the central time zone. I know together. I think you're in Tennessee. Yeah, I'll, I'll enjoy the same here in Texas. And until next time, Ben, um, that's the show, I suppose. Right on. We'll talk to you all soon, friends. See you, Phil. This episode of Talking Heads was sponsored by Deadheads NFT. The dead will rise.